everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is part two of a two-part interview with Michelle and Lori Corso. If you have not yet listened to part one, please be sure you go back. This is a free-flowing start-to-finish two-part episode. You will miss out on a lot if you don't go back and listen to part one first. I'd say just the biggest thing I would think people just to reflect on is think about in your own journey. How many diets have you tried? Mm. And you start realizing it really wasn't the food. It's, um, it's how you overall living and being as a person, your habits, your overall lifestyle things. Um, and other things I would say that we've learned along our journey, because we went through periods where we were obsessive over calorie, counting our calories, how many we burned. It ruled our life for years, and now we don't count calories. We don't even, I don't even know any of that, what I'm eating in my foods. And people ask all the time, like, I don't know. I don't keep track. I don't care anymore. I really just focus on But see, that's, it takes time to learn your body. There are yeah. tools that Lo and I recommend to our clients to help you start learning. And then, but that's, if you view it as a tool, and I think this is where Lo and I sometimes can kind of differentiate with a lot of other health and fitness coaches out there because we view certain things like for instance, macro counting was a big tool that Laura and I used to help us learn how to make sure we were eating enough. Cause we came from a background of not eating enough. We wanted to always make sure we were eating enough because a lot of girls and a lot of people that reach out to us, they're not eating enough. Your body's not going to change, let alone heal. If you're trying to heal, it's going to focus on healing first and let alone want to help you grow and lean muscle if that's what you're going for. So we did macro counting for a few years to make sure we were eating enough and to learn our bodies. How did we feel when we ate a lot of fat? How did we feel when we ate more carbs that day? And it, each year we, we tracked it less and less. And then we started learning and just knowing and just come to the sense of. And so I think it takes time. I think a lot of people want, and, and, and it's the way our society has built us all to be. We want to know now what to eat. We want to know right now. Yes, that was that, me. Honestly, that's not how it works. And you know, <laughs> it's Lauren it's, and I actually did a new YouTube video a few weeks back called The Slow and Steady. That is truly how you get results is slow changes, taking the time to actually learn your body. And one thing um, too, that we want to get across, I would like to share too here is that so many of us view or think 
The reason why also why we stress over food and what diet should look like is because we have this image that it should be looked a certain way. And this is the perfect way. And this, if I'm doing this, it means I'm right on track. And if you can learn to break away from those restrictions, those limitations, those labels around food and see food as food, as Lori was saying, and just find the way of eating that works for you. Because Lori and I do a mix of everything. We eat a little heavier paleo sometimes, a little bit of vegan this, a little bit. We don't yep. label it. We just, this is what we eat. This is what we like, eat breakfast till 11 o'clock. But we just had to do that day because we had other things well, we planned. don't want to say we have to do it. Right. Just something that just comes naturally. But that start again, coming from girls who are so fearful. But we understand the fear of breaking away from food and not being so obsessive over Actually, we just filmed a YouTube video today that will be going up in a few weeks because one of our clients and our Stop Obsessing, Start Living program, which is our food and body image program, she e- emailed us saying, hey, like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of not dieting. I'm afraid of who am I going to be if I'm not dieting? What am I going to identify myself with? And so we actually did a YouTube video on that because we feel like that's a big fear mm-hmm. that stalls so many women from breaking away of food being their answer. Because that's what Michelle and I did. For We thought this product was going to be our answer. That food was going to heal us. But it was us ourselves inside has to heal us, not the food. And um, so we go heavily into that. But we really taught her, like, you have to journal on that. Ask yourself, who am I without food? And that gets you back to you start learning who you are at the core. Are you a lovable person? Are you a kind person? Are you a generous person? Are you giving? Are you doing what you want to do in life? You know, are you enthusiastic? And um, so it was a really big eye opener when we started asking ourselves those deeper questions like, who are we? And now we're like, okay, so we don't stress over food. What do we do now? And what we said in the video is that we do more things that we like to do and enjoy. We read more books. We actually go out and live life more. We relax more. We focus more on things that thrive and light us up, not over food. Because you know we all have so much brain power in a day, so many decision-making ability. And for one thing for us, we realized we didn't want to be thinking about food all day long anymore. It wasn't fun. It wasn't really getting us anywhere in life. Um, so we wanted to simplify it. And so we just went back to the basics pretty much. And we use common sense a lot. I feel like some people don't realize, understand the power of common sense. Oh, I ate a lot of this today. Probably shouldn't do this. Like, okay, but don't make it mean anything. And just you just learn something about yeah, yourself. Like, oh, yeah, that's just what I did. But don't we sometimes all of us seem to make so much something mean something about yourself. It goes back to your self-worth. You're attaching that way of eating to your self-worth and you have to really start detaching all of that from your self-worth. And that goes back to your identity. Who are you are, who are you without food? Who are you? And you have to really go deep in those journal questions and you're going to get probably again, a whole can of worms on each person. Cause and this is actually though, um, I want to bring up here. We also, a lot of people have to have resistance to this because you're going to not want to look at something from your past. Mm-hmm. And when I've done a lot of videos, because our whole last year was all about, because we had random health issues coming up that we've never experienced before. Like I had four rounds of antibiotics because I had a huge, huge major sinus infection. I've never, ever had one. I'm like, why is this coming up? And so we realized that you have to make peace with stuff from your past. And this is where the emotional attachment comes in. So many of us have stored negative, sad, hurtful emotions that something happened to our past trauma. And trauma can be minor or major things, but you still have in your body that aren't healed. And so you're looking to food and diet to fix it when it's really, you need to heal and make peace with your past. And that goes back to what Lori's saying, you have to, who am I? What has happened to me? 
what am I afraid to look at? And most people don't do that because they're afraid to look at it. And we're here to tell you, please look at it. It's hard. You'll cry. But that's when you can reach out to get a coach to kind of help you along the way. But I, I would, I mean, I'm, I'm, bit, I'm a big believer from my own journey with eczema, how attached your emotional health is to your, your overall well-being, happiness, the way your body looks. Um, so I'm a big believer that you have to, you have to look at your shit pretty much. You have to look back and you have to own it. You have to own it. Yeah. It's, it's so true. And, and I will say, I think for me, the first time that I really had that, uh, this like aha moment, and it was actually my friend, Amy, that invited me to, um, the Tony Robbins thing. And she had me read this book. It's called what color is your personality mm-hmm. by, um, Oh, I can't Carol Riffberger. And people think it's like the, what color is your parachute? But no, it's what color is your personality? I'll link it up in the show notes. But it was one of, it's similar to like the whole Enneagram thing, but it's more in depth. Um, It's a whole book. It asks you all these questions. And for me, that was when I first, it was this, you know, four or five, six page analysis of my personality type. And that's when I saw that I was a people pleaser. And, you know, I'd never really heard that phrase until then. And for me, that, is how I started to be able to take a step back and see how I was in my personal relationships, how I was in my job, my relationship with my boss, how I was with money, how I was about my body. And and it was the first time I was starting to get comfortable looking at the the ugly parts of myself, right? And, And ever since then, frankly, I don't know how you both feel about it, but for those that are listening that aren't into self-improvement yet, that aren't going down the personal development path, that this all seems kind of like, you know, a little bit hippie for them. They're like, whoa, it's Oprah and weird stuff, Eckhart Tolle. And, you know, they hear these things and they're like, that's, that's how I used to be. You look at things you don't understand skeptically. So my question is, from my experience, once you start, like once you start facing your demons or all of your issues and figuring yourself out and you start becoming really honest with yourself, yeah, it's not always easy to go, wow, like for me, I figured out I have emotional eating issues. Like when I get mad, the first thing I want to do is go eat whatever's the the quote unquote worst food for me. Like I want to go through the Burger King drive through and get a Whopper with cheese and fries and a large Coke. And I want to eat it in private. That used to be my thing. Um, or just go to the, the grocery store and buy a whole thing of Oreos and creamy deluxe frosting and dip the double dip Oreos in the creamy deluxe frosting and eat like almost the whole package. I'm, I'd be lying to you if I told you I haven't done that. I didn't, I didn't know why I did it. And it was embarrassing to admit that to myself that like, I binged in secret and I I would throw the the evidence away and I wouldn't want to tell anyone. And then I would over-exercise to compensate. But once you identify it, then it's like, it becomes like a treasure hunt. You think, okay, if I solve that problem, where else can I get better? Do you agree that once you start down that path, because yeah, it's hard. You just said, it's hard to look at those places in yourself, but I think it becomes easier. It's like saying, sorry, once you start apologizing to people, it gets easier. It's like a muscle you've started working. It gets stronger. Yeah, oh, totally. Because oh, totally. you start seeing yourself differently and then you start seeing the world differently and it actually becomes like, because one thing that we well, realized you is that pretty well, much stop being the victim and you start taking ownership, which is a huge game changer when you shift away from the victim mentality. Well, I think also it's when we started doing this and it, yeah, I totally agree that it totally gets easier. We actually get excited. We love when we find a new thing that we have to heal and fix because it's, it's making us feel more whole and complete and and that's what we're all here to after is to feel whole and complete and that we're living our life's purpose. 
but it's to really see that we all have our things. We all have our issues. We all have things. And if you start saying, instead of saying that, oh, mine's worse than yours, or you got it right. easy, instead of stop saying, they're saying, oh, no, we just all have those things. We're all doing the best we can. If we can start coming from more of that energy. So I actually remember a post that Jay Shetty shared one time, and it was something like, we all have, you know, things that we, we don't like about our past, or like we were mean, or we were, we lied about something. If we realize that we all are human, Mm-hmm. And we're all going to have those moments where emotional beings were meant to express ourselves. Like, I feel like that makes it easier too. Cause then it's like, Oh, you know, this is just, this is my story and I'm going to own it. And that's her story. I'm going to support her on her story. And I feel like it's really helped Lori and I compare less and more be supportive of other people yes. because we you know their journey is their journey and it's hard for them. And our journey, it was hard for us. Well, the biggest thing I noticed too, we've, we've attended a couple different female entrepreneur events over the years and such a big common thing through all of it is fears. Girls talk about their fears and a lot of it stems down to people, they don't feel like they're enough and they don't feel like they're worthy and they don't feel like they're lovable people. So deep down inside, all of us, especially us women, I'll see guys too, we all come from these core feelings. And, but mm-hmm. they come out in our lives in different ways mm-hmm. and we have to go through different things in life to learn different things. And that's why you also can't compare yourself to someone else's journey because that wasn't meant for you. That was meant for her. You're meant to do this, but it all stems down to all of us have self-worth issues, not feeling enough as you are. So you feel like you're, you're flawed. You feel like there's something always wrong with you. You're broken. But once we can start working on those, start finding ways that through, for us was through personal development and creating a more spiritual practice in our life, you know, really helped us start forming, oh, we are worthy. That was a birthright of ours. It was society. It was old programming that we grew up as a kid that made us feel this way. Now as an adult, we're like, oh, we can either still choose to believe those old beliefs or we can shift them to be something different, more positive. Um, but that was also very powerful us to realize, oh, like looking around these rooms with like thousands of people, we all feel like we're not worthy of doing what we want to do. And just how, you know, it makes you feel like, again, you're not alone. It's so oh, true. I, I don't feel worthy of doing that. Oh, that girl over there is doing a completely different type of business, but she doesn't feel worthy. And so it goes back to, for, you know, society is, and how we were raised, and we have to go back now and change all that and fix all that. And that's doing like more of what we like to say, like the inner work. You have to journal things out. You have to you know, get more into better self-talk with yourself and, um, so, and facing your fears. Because every time we face a fear, it just challenges us to, to do better and be better next time. I'm going to give, I'm going to give like a, hopefully you guys can pick up everybody that's listening and you too, this visualization I want to put out. Cause when I think about how you, um, shared the way that you were, when you guys were over dieting, over exercising, kind of just obsessing about, you know, your health issues, your skin issues, and like really trying to make things work and, and, mm-hmm. and nothing was, you know, and there's all this negative self-talk. Just imagine a person who's just wound so tight. And this was so me. I think of that movie, The Family Stone. Remember, did you guys see that movie? Uh-huh. Yeah, Remember uh-huh. when Sarah Jessica Parker, he, he's like, you need to just relax. Yeah. And to me, like I, my whole life in fitness and, and health, I don't, I never paid attention to health. It was just how small can I get? How tiny mm-hmm. can I get? How can I punish myself? I was Sarah Jessica Parker's character. Like 
you know, your, your shoulders are hunched up and you're just trying and you're trying to make it fit. And, and we, we call ourselves the microwave society because we want everything overnight. We want to lose our weight overnight. We want to make it like if somebody, if my trainer tells me to do 40 minutes of cardio, I'm going to do 80 minutes of cardio because I'm going to make it faster and I'm going to work out. I'm going to fast longer. I'm going to eat less. And you're, you're pushing, and you're trying. And then I think of how you sound now and you're very self-aware, you're very relaxed, you're very willing, you said this earlier, and I love it, we've got to learn to give things time. You've got to, you've got to accept that like, hey, I need to get to know my body. I need to get to know what works for me. I need to start treating this body like a temple and not fixing it overnight. Like think of two different examples of people, like the, the former, the Sarah Jessica Parker, that doesn't work. And yeah. it's so stressful and it's so hard on the body. It's so uncomfortable. And then think of, well, Luke Wilson, it was so chill and so relaxed. And that's really more of what we're talking about. Like yeah. relax, treat your body with kindness, treat your body. I was actually just posting about this. Like I am learning to treat myself like I would treat a guest in my house who maybe if somebody came into my house who had just gone through what I've gone through, seven months of chronic headaches and migraines and missing work, I would treat them like a princess. I would be like, let's go to yoga. Let's go get, you know, let's start learning about nutrition. Let's start, you know, treating, let's learn how to meditate better and calm down. And, you know, that's how you treat somebody. You wouldn't beat them up and slap them around and tell them, look how mushy you've gotten. You've lost so much muscle tone. Like that's our tendency. So to me, do you guys agree? Like that's like the old you and, and so many of us are the Sarah Jessica Parker and, and the better way to go is to be calm, to be relaxed. And most importantly, I think focus on the long term. like give it time, give yourself grace and time and start treating yourself like a temple, not like a bad dog that needs to be punished. Exactly. Especially for the time factor, like giving some examples, Michelle and I started changing up how we work out nine years ago, and it probably took us a good, I would say, one to two years to really see more of the muscle mass that we wanted. And every year since then, we just gotten better. And then with me, it was clearing up my acne. It took a good three solid months and then probably another year to really be completely how I want it to be. And I know Michelle was out with her eczema. It took, again, three to six months to really heal it. And, um, and even me after having kids, I had diastasis recti. So healing the ab separation, you know, took about three to four months, like to really get it to the point where I wanted it to be. And then every year just gets better. So again, it goes back to, you know, people say, I'll get, get this in three weeks, two weeks overnight or seven days, you'll feel better. Um, that's great for, you know, that initial motivation, but you have to be in it for the long haul. You have to be in it for changing who you are and your lifestyle and how you want to show up in the world. Um, and just realize true lasting change takes time, but it will stick and it will stay and it will be well worth the, the process. I think all of us put so much pressure on ourselves and I think really comes back to why. Why are you pressuring yourself? Who are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove to someone? So I know for me, a lot of my stuff was proving people like, oh, look at me, I got this. And like, especially towards my family. And a lot of us don't realize like, well, we're, we're, there's always something deeper going on. And that's okay. Don't judge yourself for it. Because uh, that's another thing, big thing Lori and I learned when we first got into personal development. We judged and we hated on ourselves because I can't believe we did that. Why did we do that? And then that made, it, that made our progress stall. So if you, if you can learn anything from us, do everything with compassion and love and grace because you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't know any better. So many of us were programmed 
from a young age that this is how it was supposed to be. This is how you get healthy. This is what your body should look like. So a lot of what you're going through is not even your stuff. You grew up around it. Our society made us be this way. So really give yourself, I mean, you think about how old you are, give yourself double that time. If not, like, I mean, like, just like realize it takes time to undo all that. But you have to be willing to do the work, and it takes daily, daily work. And again, not many people want to do the work. They it's, really don't. You said looking back to who we were, it's sometimes very challenging for Michelle and I, not all the time, but sometimes to really picture us so back when, when we were in those stages of over-exercising. I mean, to the moment, so when we look at pictures, it definitely triggers. But in general, it's almost difficult for Michelle and I to look back. Wow, like we almost even don't even recognize those girls in the pictures um, but again, we are so grateful. So wherever, for everybody's listening, wherever you're on your journey, just know you are exactly where you need to be, hearing the messages you need to be, slow down more in your life, because that was a big, big thing. Like we are living in a society that's go, 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 go. But if mm. you really want to start changing and getting over a health issue or really changing your body, um, you have to slow down and be, and that's like silly to say, but be more aware and mindful in your life. Otherwise, you're never really going to change. You probably have heard this many times. Awareness is the first step to change. And it so is because if Michelle and I weren't aware of the, the language we were saying to ourselves, the thoughts we were saying to ourselves, the actual action steps we were doing to ourselves, we weren't aware of all the stuff that we were doing. I Hands down, I think I would still be dealing with um, hormonal acne issues, maybe not even gotten pregnant. Um, so I'm, you know, just know wherever you're all you're meant to be hearing the message. You need to be lean and tap more into trusting that process more. That to me gives me a lot of self peace inside myself. Oh, I, I'm exactly where I need to be. There's nothing else I need to do right now, but just be where I am right now. And it really is this sense of calmness can come over you. And then for us, from at least from our experience, that's when we get, uh, you know, next day we'll get a download or we we're running to somebody that hands us something that helps us. I know that happened with Michelle and her mm-hmm. eczema. Um, once she made peace with her eczema and made peace with where she was and all that stuff, that's what led her to the doctor that healed her. So if you're not opening yourself up and slowing down, you're going to miss the magic in your everyday life. And even like if you are healing something and you, or you want to change your body, you want to lose weight, whatever it is, it's, it's still possible, like we were saying at the beginning, but do it from a place where you're not trying to fix yourself. You're not broken. You don't think anything's wrong with it. You're doing it because you love yourself and you know you deserve better. It's a subtle mindset shift, but it will totally change how you view everything. Because then I feel like when you start viewing yourself that way, you don't beat yourself up if you missed a workout. You don't beat yourself if you ate the donut because you know you're enjoying life and, and, and there's nothing okay. that needs to be stressed over about. Like really there's nothing. We choose as a society to stress and to struggle because hmm. it so feels true. like that makes us, oh, look, well, oh, that's because I got all this could go through and it makes us, gives us this sense of I've got more going on. So that's why I have all this. And, and it's just more excuses we get to use to help us. But we really, and that's when, a lot of people don't want to do the work because they have to take away the excuses. And then what are you left with? It's so, everything you're saying is like mic drop, mic drop, but it's really <laughs> true. I mean, and we, we use most of, I mean, this has been a fantastic episode, but I'm seriously going to have to ask you ladies to come back because I know that we barely scratched the surface. On, <laughs> I'd love to have you back so we could talk maybe sure. just specifically on, you know, like, okay, we referenced 
both of you dealing with skin issues. I I've been dealing with skin issues and I know we talked about gut health and, Mm -hmm. and you've gone down that path, but I love the foundation that we built here because these principles, if, if everybody that ladies, if you're listening to this, I know I'm, I'm speaking from experience. When I went from that Sarah Jessica Parker place to, and, and I'm certainly always going to be on the journey. It's not like you oh, yeah. one day, Oh, I'm chill now. And then everything's better, <laughs> but it is, it's, it's giving, it's choosing to be aware. Self-awareness is so key being able to catch yourself when you slip back into old mindsets. And, and I love how you said, we've got to, you know, treat ourselves with more kindness and grace. Grace, I think is such a good word for the way that we as women in particular need to start viewing ourselves, treating ourselves, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys had your skin issues. I've, I told you that before, and I've mentioned this on this show, I've been dealing with this unexplainable um, skin infection that has plagued me for the better part of six, seven years Um, on the back, you know, rock hard bumps that are very painful and sometimes itchy like hives um, all over the back of my neck. And it would sometimes go onto my, you know, upper chest and clavicle. And no doctors have been able to figure it out. And of course, I would make it worse because I would scratch at it. I would take pins and stick them in the bumps and think that I could make them go away. And I would then beat myself up. And then I would obsess about, oh, I can't put makeup on top of these, but I have to put makeup on top of these to cover it up. And I I wouldn't want to walk out of the house because I thought everyone's going to stare at me. Mm -hmm. And more that I like, like literally, if I had one bump, I would not want to go on social media. I wouldn't want to go out of the house because I thought everyone is going to be looking at that bump. That's and exactly I st- what I thought when I had eczema. <laughs> I thought people would be like, oh my gosh, she doesn't bathe herself. Like, look at her. Look how dirty she is. And I would wear, even in the middle of summer, I would wear long sleeves and long Me pants. too. Oh yeah, I totally, I, I did not go out last week. I definitely became a homebody. And it's taken, you know, years for me to gain the confidence to go out now and show myself HDR gets better, but I totally, I totally understand what that's like to, because again, you, you feel it comes down to judgment of other people. And mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing of so many of us living for other people instead of like, if ourselves. we sat down for lunch with somebody, if you, if you girls came and you were having lunch with me and you had bumps on your neck, like I, I wouldn't look at you and go, Ooh, you know, and if you said, Oh, you know, I'm just dealing with eczema or I'm dealing with this, this skin condition. I don't know what it is. It's driving me crazy. I'd, we just talk like it wouldn't change our relationship and it wouldn't be something where I go, I can't sit with you, but yet we treat ourselves like we are this like deformed inhuman creature and the stressing, it it goes back to what we said before, when we add that level of stress and, and I would see it way back as early as when I was dealing with acne in high school, when I would stress and freak out, it would flare up. It would get worse. We, our emotions absolutely are a direct tie to our health and to, oh, to these yeah. issues. So I'm, I'm excited because I'm, I'm learning to chill more. Like I'm learning like, Hey, here's the deal. Like right now I've got this situation. I get bumps on my neck and there's, there's bumps on my neck. Like it is what it is. Will when it's supposed to be addressed and fixed. And I think I might've, you know, gotten to the beginning of figuring it out with this leap test. Um, but I'm, I'm learning to chill more. I'm learning to treat myself with grace. I'm learning to, you know, share my journey on social and go, Hey, guess what guys, I have 20 pounds to lose instead of trying to lie and tell people oh, I only have five pounds to lose. Cause I was worried about what people yeah. would think of me if I had more than five pounds to lose. It's so, yeah. 
It's so silly because as I say it out loud, I know the two of you are like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's, that's what went through my mind for, for five years. I was like, I can't let people know I'm more than five pounds overweight. And I wouldn't want people to, like, I didn't want to know, I didn't want anybody to know what my weight was. I didn't want to know what my weight was. It's like, what's the big deal? Like knowing what your weight is, is what gives you a baseline. And if you just look at it as a data point and chill the hell out, you're going to get f- further. So this, this whole mental thing we've talked about today is really key. And I'm, I love, you have a really, both of you, a really good way of explaining it. And clearly, um, I think a whole lot of ladies in our audience are going to be coming to you. Um, so you know what, that might be a good place for us to close up today's show. We'll yeah. have you back, but tell people, you know, you referenced that you've got some programs out. I mean, obviously the two of you have been through a lot and you're clearly, you know, you've got some programs and maybe you, you have the ability for folks to hire you as a coach, you know, tell them about where they can find you and what business services you offer. Cause I'm sure a lot of ladies are going to be interested in, you know, coming to you for help. Yeah, the, the big place we talked about to go is purelytwins.com. It's, we, we shared our journey back, boys, um, acne, my eczema, our health journeys there, as well as the link to all of our, our programs and stuff. Boys got, um, if you're pregnant or looking to get pregnant, we got some of workout programs to help you there. But we have a, a stop obsessing, start living for those that struggle with food and body image issues. We teach everything that Lori and I did and went through and discovered to heal it. It's an online course. You can watch your own pace and stuff like that. And then we have some other um, other ones. But one of the key things you'll notice in all of our programs, if you come to us, is we do a lot of mindset. So you have to be willing to do the mindset work because, again, we're hands down from our own personal experience. You have to shift the mindset on top of the action steps. You can't just do the action. You also have to do the inner stuff as well. Yeah, we actually just recently launched an app, a fitness personal development app, where you do self-care routines with ONI Daily of how we take care of our bodies and how we take care of our souls to have all that we desire and telling, showing other people that we're no different than anyone. We want to show people that if we can do this, so can you. We're just two everyday girls that just want to help people. And so if you can, you know, start seeing yourself as just as worthy as anyone else, it'll be a great place for you to start to kind of get your breakthrough. Oh my God, that's so awesome. And I'm just realizing I I need to have you back on the show too and interview you for our business series because clearly you have evolved your business and you're killing oh, it. Oh, yeah. so much when we first started back in Influential many years ago. A lot of things have yeah, changed and shifted and going through like the inner work, we had to go through, as you said, admitting that you want to lose 20 pounds or whatever. We had a lot of issues that we ourselves took us a while to confront wanting to create an app for various reasons about are people going to make fun of us of how we work out? We're not the most super flexible fitness trainers out there, but we do it anyway mm-hmm. uh, because we know every day just we'll just get better, you know? So we had a lot of inner work that we had to go <laughs> through, but we admitted it. Like, you know, admit, like, yeah, we're not the most, we're not the most leanest personal trainers and we're not the most flexible ones, but we feel, you know, like what we are still here doing the work. We're still going to show up and live our best life and um, want to help others do the same. That's, I love that you said that too, because a lot of uh, ladies that I'm coaching from a business perspective, you know, they want to pursue their own business. And I, that's why I'm doing the business series because obviously money and income and our jobs are three of the biggest stressors in our lives, which can cause the, the biggest negative impact on our health. So I'm covering this business series because I, I really want to encourage women to earn more money um, but also really right. being able to to do earn more money or earn you know replace what they're doing 
by doing what they love. So mm-hmm. to me, that's going to decrease stress and improve your health. And there, therefore, there's the tie-in. But I love what you said about you know needing to address kind of your stumbling blocks and thinking, you know, talking yourself out of, I can't do this because other people are better or other people are doing it. And somebody, they said the best statement, they said, if you think that you don't want to start your business because there's other people that have done it or done it better, walk down the bread aisle. (laughs) How many different choices of bread we have. And no one's, no one's going, Oh, please not another bread brand. (laughs) You know, we, and I don't, I, I really wish I could, you know, uh, attribute that to the right person. I don't remember where I read it, but it's such a great example. You know, I mean, think about, okay, this is the last thing I'm going to say, cause I could go on and on and on. And we'll I be know. <laughs> Same here. But it's, you know, if you think about fitness, like there are so many coaches, so many programs, mm-hmm. but we, we want to go, we want to find the person that resonates with us. And it's the same thing with business coaches, you know, okay. as I've started to, to stumble on people, literally I've bought in my personal past, probably eight different online courses and spent five figures and I, I don't regret it. And each person gives me a little something different than yeah. quote unquote business coaches. Right. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter there's something for everybody. And if you have a passion and you've got a personality, you've got something to offer. So I love that you brought that. We're definitely having you girls back for the business interview. And we're going to have you back for a more detailed interview about food and about gut health and about skin issues, because a lot of folks in our audience have expressed interest in those topics and that they're dealing with problems in those areas. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm sorry we went over. Um, Oh, it's okay. We appreciate it. And yeah, we had a lot of fun and we're so grateful for this opportunity. So thank thank you. you. Oh my gosh, it was so great to reconnect with you too. And I can't wait to have you back on. For everybody listening, obviously I will link up to everything we mentioned in the show in the show notes at thekellyoshow.com. If you have any questions on future episodes, on sponsoring, if you want to nominate somebody that I interview on the show, just make it, keep it simple. Go to kellyalexa.com and fill out the contact me form. Um, You can use that for anything. But for right now, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time on The Kelly O Show. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. This marks the end of part two of this two-part episode with Michelle and Lori Corso. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as I enjoyed recording it. It was just, to me, so inspiring. Um, What an amazing pair, for lack of a better way of saying it, of extraordinary women. Um, I was just blown away by the fact that at such a young age, they chose to recognize what was holding them back um, with their insecurities and their self-consciousness. I mean, I haven't figured a lot of this stuff out until close to 50. And to invest in personal development, um, I loved hearing that. Um, There was so much good that came out of this, both from how we look at food and exercise and health and diet and working out um, to just, you know, working on ourselves from the inside out and how important that is. So I loved this interview. Hopefully you did too. I encourage you to check both of them out and connect with them directly. I will link up to everything in the show notes on thekellyoshow.com. If you have questions about uh, this episode, obviously we encourage you to connect with Michelle and Lori directly. But if you have questions for, you've heard me reference, I'm going to have them back on the show, both on the business series and then specifically to talk about 
how they got past uh, their gut issues that were causing, um, you know, some of the skin issues and some of the autoimmune issues. Um, If you have questions that you want us to cover on that interview or just in general, if you want to say, Kelly, get someone on the show. This, This is what's troubling me and every woman I know please use the contact me form on kellyalexa.com. That's the simplest way to get to me. Um, You can also use that same contact me form to recommend a guest that you would like me to interview on the show. We definitely are starting to be booked already through April of 2020. So make sure you get your recommendations in sooner rather than later. You can also use that same contact me form if you're inquiring about advertising and sponsorship rates for this year or next year. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, I would love it if you would share the show and uh, leave us a rating over on iTunes because that helps the show get seen and heard by more folks who can benefit from all of this free information that we put together for you. So thank you in advance. It really does mean the world to us when you take two or three minutes out of your time to leave a review and when you share the show with others. It really, really, really is sincerely appreciated. I will see you guys next time on The Calio Show.